Welcome to the Encounter YA podcast, helping young adults follow Jesus. Here are your hosts, Garrett Cars and Annika Carter. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about what spiritual growth looks like during the summertime. We hope that these encouraging tips will help spark a time of growth in your walk with God. Welcome back to the podcast. We are so excited to have you with us today, and we're talking about the topic of growing in our faith during the summer. And I think this is, um, you know, a little bit more applicable for college students. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we get this all the time, like, I'm not a college student, which is fine, and maybe that's not you. And I would say that this podcast is still applicable to your life because you still need to grow in your faith over the summer. So don't tune out. Um, But I think we do have a ton of students and a ton of people in general. For some reason, the summer is just difficult. And I think part of the reason is because we're outside, there's more stuff to do. Travel. Um, Yeah, we're traveling, vacations, all this stuff, which none of that stuff is bad. So we're not saying don't do all of that stuff. But I, every single fall, it seems like in August when students are moving back, we start having conversations with with people who are moving back to Hayes. And every year there's a ton of people who um, they almost like apologize. Yeah. You know, they're like, it's so like they just come yes. in. And it's like word vomit. It's yes. Just like, I which didn't is, do anything. Right. Which is <laughs> it, not like we're not trying to put like shame or condemnation mm-hmm. or like guilt or anything else like that. But um, I think it's important for us to grow. But I think a lot of times we just lose sight of we've lose, we really do like lose sight of that. And so we wanted to do a podcast today to really kind of dig into just this topic of why is it hard and how can we actually um, grow in our faith and why, you know, why we're actually talking about it. So I think, um, you know, kind of the first first thing that we wanted to talk about is just some of the challenges um, that we have faced or, or that we've seen other people face during the summer. Yeah. So for me, I think that um, one of the biggest challenges for me, especially during college during the summer, um, was just like, I don't know what it is, even breaks over the summer. I've said this before to Garrett, but I feel like I go home and I revert into a 14 year old. And it's like, all of a sudden it's just like my old kid habits just like come out to play. And I like every good habit that I had away at school is like totally You don't have to do your own laundry. You don't have to do the dishes. It's like, we just, I just veg out like all summer, which is fine to a degree. But um, I think that's kind of one thing that I realized was like, I just, I just started to feel, um, I don't know, that pull to like, uh, comfort, I guess, which is not bad, but, um, it's like definitely something that I'm someone who is naturally like lazy Loki. I'm just like naturally not a very like ambitious and like habits motivated person or like, I don't know. That's just not me. I, that is not me. And so when I'm in a environment that's very comfortable, then like all of my, um, like ambition and habits and good natured, um, sure. Like things that are built into my schedule all kind of go out the window. Yeah. And so that's definitely the biggest challenge for me is I'm naturally not that person. So then when you take me out of what I now know as my environment and put it into an old environment, then like, all of my new environment good stuff goes away yeah just naturally and um and it's also like i just have you have a lot less structure because it's a lot more inconsistent than like any other schedule completely changes your schedule is totally different and a lot more up to you and just whatever you want it to be and so 
I think that all made it really difficult for me. And it was a lot harder for me to um, pursue, I guess, my quiet time at at home than anything else. It was not necessarily like at the beginning of my faith, it was definitely like um, put on my old self and like hang out for a summer and then go back to school where I loved Jesus. Um, But especially like um, once I was kind of more consistent, I was so disappointed that I still was struggling with my summers. And so it was frustrating to me to kind of um, not do anything about my quiet time, but yet I couldn't force myself to do anything about my quiet time. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think there's a few things that kind of came, you know, to mind. I think that uh, I've actually never had a summer outside of haze. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I recommitted my faith. So I think it's a little bit hard for me to, um, I think for me, the hardest ones were really Christmas break, yeah. you know? Uh, and so it's not as long though, right. you know, and then there's a Christmas. So right. you're really talking about so Jesus. It's like, so, okay. Right. I so I think church, there's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a little bit different, um, difference for me. I've never really experienced a summer, but I've, I've had a lot of friends, um, and definitely a lot of, um, young adults who have struggled with this and have called me during the summer and or whatever. And so I think, and I think last summer was really, really yeah, hard. That's for sure. Um, as, you know, with COVID and everything happening and just the world turned upside down and we had a lot of young adults who really struggled with their faith. And I think that was the reality of last summer. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, even for me, I think I struggle with some of it just because the world was upside down and, you know, hopefully we're getting hold of it. But Um, there's a few things that I just wanted to talk about when it comes to the summer that makes it difficult growing a few things I've seen. The first one is our families actually. Yeah. So most, I don't know, that's, I don't know. There are families out there who don't believe the same thing that we believe. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really hard thing. We, I can remember talking to a young girl who just was saying that her family made it almost impossible, um, to really grow in her faith. And, and so I share, I, I told her, I was like, well, share the gospel with them and maybe you can, and <laughs> I don't think that was probably the answer she was really looking for. Um, and, and it was just a struggle for her, you know, and she did share her faith. She really did. And, and, but even just was getting made fun of by her parents and just really difficult for her. Yeah. And she kept diving in and kept going for it. And I was so proud of her really, you know, for right. go, actually going for it. Um, and so I think that's really one of the things that you have to plan for when you're going home. And some of you, maybe you have great families that right. are digging into the word and that's great. Um, but I would say most, the majority of, of people probably yeah. don't have a great, right. You and, know, and I think what is maybe even more common is like people go home to families that aren't necessarily after like chasing after God. Sure. And so like right. that, that lackadaisical, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That kind of lazy environment can kind of spill yeah. over into right. you and make it a lot easier. Right. Yeah. And I guess for me, one of the challenges that I always tell young adults is why don't you go home and you challenge your family to grow in their right. faith? And so like, what if you guys read the Bible together every night or right. what if you did once a week, you did a life group with your family or you did a Bible study with your family or whatever. And so like you literally can be in charge of your environment when you go home, if you do have a family that's, that's that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe that doesn't work for you and that's okay. But I'd say that's one of the big things, um, that we really see and why people struggle sometimes. Um, the other one is old friendships, old friends. Yeah. I think that is probably one of the biggest reasons we really struggle in our faith. We come to college and we find Jesus and 
we're changed and then we go back to our hometown and people see us the same way they, they saw us when we were in high school mm-hmm. and it's very difficult. And, and so I say, uh, people have expectations of you that are completely different of than who you are. And so you have to really reconcile and, and wrestle with, yeah. am I going to be the same person that I am in college or I'm going to revert? And you kind of mentioned right. that, right? Um, but I'd say there's a lot of times where we try to be the person we are in college, but our old friendships drag us back into that old, mm-hmm. that old self and that old person who we were in high school or, right. or, or whatever. And so that's just something to prep for, you know, when you're heading home, you know, that, you know, you should hang out with your old friends. You should be, you know, right. be with them. But if it's going to hurt your witness or right. cause you or to stumble, draining you. right. Or, or stumble in your faith, like you have to pick and choose when you're going to do those things. Mm-hmm. And I would say if they're wanting to meet up at midnight on a weekend mm-hmm. and you know, what's going to happen, then that might not be the best opportunity for you to hang out with that person or something. And so, um, not saying that you should not be friends with them, not right. saying that you should never hang out with them, but right. you just need to understand yourself and your faith and your um, your ability to handle those situations. So, mm-hmm. and then the last thing is, um, and I think this is really one of the biggest things is that you lost the community that you had when you're here at school. Yeah, And so, you know, it's really cool to see, um, you know, young adults who are all going after the same thing, who are all growing in their faith and then you go home and you might be the only one right. that you know of. And so you kind of lost, you really did kind of lose that that sense of community and just seeing other people who are your same age that are really going after the things of God. And it just, it there's something about it that just... Yeah. Like wherever, it really jarring. Right, it is jarring. And you just lose that sense of like direction sometimes. And so it's just really difficult, I think, um, for you to continue to move forward um, and your faith. And so my always, my biggest thing is like, find that community. It might yeah. be one person yeah. or it might be the pastor in your hometown for you to go say, Hey, I really want to continue to grow in my faith. And I almost guarantee you, if you go to your hometown pastor and you're right. sick, Hey, I'm back for college. I want to grow in my faith. Will you do something with me? Unless they're yes. crazy <laughs> busy and won't like, they'll figure something out for you. Um, and so that's, you know, that's definitely my challenge for, for everyone as well. Yeah. I think that this is important to talk about just because I think it's it's you and I and and people who have been around college ministry for have a, a long time or a while. I'm not going to tell you how many years, but um, <laughs> we've kind of been able to witness the effects that it can have on your relationship yeah. and the growth that you have in in general. Yeah. And so, speaking as people who kind of uh, get this weird perspective and weird opportunity to kind of observe a lot of people and a lot of relationships all at once. Um, we've, we've seen kids, our students, not kids, but (laughs) students come back and, um, not that, you know, there's anything, there's no shame in it or anything like that, but we've seen people come back, I think, weary from summer. Yeah. And just disappointed. Yeah. I think that's probably disappointed. And I think between those two feelings, that is something that of course, if, if we can help you fight that and combat that, yeah. then we want to do that because yeah. we've definitely seen people come back and they're they're weary and they're worn out or they um, kind of feel like um, that time was lost. And so we just want to give you practical tips and, and kind of um, some ways that we've implemented in order to yeah. keep our faith going during the summer. And then hopefully that'll encourage you guys to kind of um, pursue that and be intentional about it because I think the whole point of this 
episode really is to just encourage you guys to actually think about it before you go home. Because I think that's one thing that um, perhaps gets missed. We don't really spend time being like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do for my summer, or this is what I can expect for my summer. And here's how I'm going to combat that. So here's your opportunity. So if you want to get out a journal and write down the things that you know, um, you tend to struggle with over the summer and then take the yeah. ideas that Garrett and I talk about and write those down and yeah. see how you can apply them yeah. in your own life. Or if you have life. different ideas, let us right. know. Yeah. yeah. So this is really just kind of like a, a purposeful conversation more than it is really anything else. It's yeah. just to encourage you guys to just be purposeful yeah. when you're entering a time where you know it's going to be a certain time frame yeah. of change. It's good. That way you guys can be a little bit more prepared. So that's kind of our heart behind it. So we're going to talk about some tips to continue your growth during the summer. Um, One way is obviously like Garrett mentioned is getting plugged into your local church at home or online. Like C3 does online services every single week. Um, If you don't have a small town church that you go to or that you can call home um, while you're at your parents' house, then that's a very viable option right now, especially with COVID given everything that um, the church has witnessed this past year, a lot of churches have really been pushing for that online community. So that's definitely a viable option while you're home. And then um, of course, if you can get plugged in in person, all the, all the better. And so um, just finding, finding um, that I think courage (laughs) and mustard, (laughs) muster that courage to kind of go and maybe you have to go alone. Right. Um, or maybe you can convince your mom to go with you or your dad to go with you, but, um, or maybe one friend or yeah, yeah. but there, there is a possibility that you would have to muster that courage to go alone. And we know that that's uncomfortable and And, difficult. Yeah. And I would say that at least from where I'm from, the, type of church that you're going right. to go to is completely different than than celebration or encounter is. And so I think a lot of times we have to let our preference for worship or maybe even messages come down a little bit or to the wayside. I don't mean that to right. say like, uh, I, I don't mean that to say that they're bad no. or anything. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is just different and that's right. good. And they're serving a community. Maybe you're used to. Right. It's but... not what you're used to or what you would even prefer. Um and so that would be, that's kind of my suggestion is saying like, Hey, this is, this is essential. Like this isn't, this isn't, yeah. a, I would say I would even like the tips. I like These are tips for sure. Right. But these are like essential things. Right. <laughs> They're not just tips. Like these are essential. Yes. Like you need things. to do this. Not like, Hey, these are suggestions. It's like, right. no, you, you need to find a local church home right. at home and, or you need to plug into, to an online service where you can continue to, to get filled up. Yeah. So another way to do that is looking for summer small groups. Yeah. Um, whether that's um, just you and some friends and you guys all get on Zoom every week and yeah. you meet and you study the scripture all summer long. I did that last summer because yeah. of COVID and that was tremendous. There yeah. was three of us. So it's yeah. not like it's like, right. you know, yeah. this huge communal yeah. gathering. Exactly. But it was effective yeah. and it kept all three of us um, attentive to God during chaos. Yeah. And so look for that summer small group either um, – with friends and that you can like kind of schedule a zoom meeting or an in-person meeting, or if you have a mentor that is going to be in a different city than you over the summer, um, make, make a point to be like, Hey, while I'm home for the summer, will you call me every week? Can we call every week or every other week or whatever? And just touch base and talk about how our faith is going, how our quiet time's going. Um, and just be intentional about that. I think that is one thing that I wish I had done. Um, because last summer it was really great and I wish I would have done that more, um, in previous years. 
And then another one was being willing to change your schedule and routine. I think this is this is the one that I I got, and when I got it, changed my summer. Yeah. Um, summer and breaks for me is I really wanted to basically take my schedule and my quiet time schedule and my prayer schedule in Hayes <laughs> and transplant it right. into my home yeah. <laughs> and went at my parents' house, and that just isn't practical. Um. And that doesn't mean it's wrong or a worse routine. Mm -hmm. So being willing to say, okay, so I normally read my Bible at 730, um, you know, at in Hayes. But that doesn't really work when I'm at home at my right. parents' house. I'm so sleeping in until what's nine. a practical time that I, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm sleeping in or, right. or, or I work whatever. in the morning right, exactly. or whatever. Right. Be willing to say, okay, you know what? That yeah. just doesn't work here. Right. Yeah. I might have to like, get up earlier. Okay, I may yeah. have to get up earlier or it does, you know, 2.30 work or right. should I yeah. do it before bed now? Right. Or just be yeah. willing to, to have a different right. schedule during those two yeah. months because I think I had this unapplied or unpurposeful mm. pressure that I applied on myself to, to like, thing. yeah, to, to continue what I was doing. Yeah. And that's not what we're asking you to do. We're not sure. asking you to specifically and explicitly continue what your schedule right. and routine is. We're asking you to keep pursuing God. And so being willing and able um, and confident in the fact that you can change your schedule and routine is totally, totally beneficial. <laughs> that right. really changed um, my summer quiet time in a lot of ways. So that's one that I would really encourage you to do. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, so a couple things I just, uh, for me at least, there's really a couple things. The first one is just to make a plan, like legitimately make a plan um, and 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 then try to follow it. If it doesn't work, scrap it, make yep. a new plan. And so I'd say that's really for for us. I think a lot of um, what we're trying to do is is um, is just suggest like, hey. And so I think all of what Anikis that's the plan. Those are some like things that you could put, but make a plan. I would even say write it down yeah. and share it with somebody so that they could actually hold you accountable to that. I there was a guys group that was doing the the online Bible study last summer. And they loved it so much they continued it. Mm -hmm. Like they still do it every every week. So I think it's just one of those things like that it's really good, um, you know, for you to really make a plan. And then if it doesn't work for you, then change it and it's okay. And I think that goes in line with like just being intentional. Mm -hmm. All of the things that we've suggested takes you actually being intentional. You right. are the one who's really making, um, making the steps. And that kind of leads into my last thing is – is that you are in charge of your own spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And I think that the summer actually exposes that truth. Yeah. That we are not dependent on somebody else. We're not dependent on a pastor. We're not dependent on somebody who's a speaker who's going to fill us up and and everything. Like we're in charge of our own spiritual growth. We need to be in community. I think we need to sit under teachers and preachers teaching and and the word of God and all of that stuff. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, shepherds aren't supposed to feed sheep. They're supposed to lead them to where the feed is, to where to greener pastures, and we're actually supposed to feed ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so this is a huge opportunity for you to put that into practice, for you to really start to think about it, to talk about it, um, and really just find people um, that can help you. And the best thing about technology is doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be in the same town as you or or whatever, but... Um, I think for me, one of the things I just wanted to talk about with everybody who's listening, 
This, this summer is a huge opportunity for you to go home and show people what God has done in your life and share the gospel with your friends Mm -hmm. and show them what it actually means to follow Jesus and do all these things. I think that um, this summer is a huge mission field and a huge opportunity for you to be able to go home and and do those things that um, some some of you have probably been doing in Hayes, but it's harder at home for some reason. And so even helping your parents grow in their faith or or maybe even sharing the gospel with family members or whatever that is. Just be super intentional about how you do it and how you're loving people. And and I think that God will bless bless a lot of that obedience. And I think the last thing, just when it comes to um finding community, there's always this analogy that um, you know, when you put coals in a fire that they all when they're next to each other, they all burn pretty brightly. But as soon as you take one coal out and you put it over here by itself, it loses the flame. It cools off a lot faster than when you have everything together. And I think that's a lot of times, a lot of times what happens over the summer is we're here in Hayes and we're all growing together and all of our fires are lit and we're growing, we're going after it. And it's not perfect for sure. But then when we get taken out of this community and this environment, it's a lot easier for us to get cooler, to slow down and everything a lot faster. It doesn't mean there's, I just want you to hear this. Like, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you aren't as intimate with God. Um, but this is a huge opportunity for you to grow in your faith and to do it in a way that is meaningful for you. And um, imagine how much you could grow um, just over the summer. And when you come back to Hayes, how much of an impact that you could make when you're here at the university. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one reason why I think this is really important to talk about is, um, for me, I always think about like what we do for young adult ministry as this is all, this all has like lifelong impact and lifelong purpose and everything that we like want to talk about and and teach and grow with each other in is all because it has a, a longer impact than just when, when you guys are at school and when you're at college. And so, um, summer ministry is really that chance to put into practice what you've been learning while you're at college and at encounter maybe, um, and put that into, into practice when you're at home. And there will be times later in life, the long-term applicability of this conversation. So if you are not in college anymore and you're like, well, this doesn't apply to me, there will be times of transition in your life where you get to practice the dedication you have to God on your own. Right. And, and maybe a lonely season and your relationship now with God and how you're preparing your relationship now in those summer times and things like that will help prepare you for the in-between later on. Yeah, and good. especially like when, when you graduate college and you're moving to a different town, it can be hard while you're waiting to be put back next to all the coals yeah. to continue to pursue. Yeah. And so um, summer is a really, really impactful time. And I think that God can do really great things for your faith and build your foundation very strongly so that later in, in other times in your life when you may be having to pursue in maybe not the most ideal um, yeah. Christian community and environment that you're you already have these tools. Yeah. You know and have practiced what it looks like to pursue God when you're not already plugged into that's good. like extraordinary community. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. As we kind of wrap up the the conversation when when we're talking about this, just a couple things. We want you to know that we're here for you. Um, 
And so like, even though we're not potentially in Hayes at the same time as you are, that we're always available. Um, we'd love yeah. to continue to have conversations with you or, or whatever, if you have questions. Um, but just want you to know that we're here and we would love for you to, to reach out to us and let us know how we can help, how we can encourage you. And, and I would say when, or if you fall off, off the plan that you have, like there's no shame, there's no condemnation. Yeah. Um, but we just want to hear from you. We want to continue to help you grow in your faith and, and however we can do that, we want to be a part of, of that. And so, um, that's ho- the hope of encounters that we continue to grow in our faith together, that, that family aspect of everything. So, uh, I'd love for you to reach out and, um, hope that you guys have an amazing summer. Thanks for tuning in to the Encounter YA podcast. Be sure to check out the previous episodes from our first two seasons, and we look forward to being back with you this fall.